Prophecy Club. Our topic today is 2019 in the prophecies and beyond. I'm going to be covering this in this order, and these are the topics I'm going to be covering. Financial change, some are going to cry, some are going to rejoice. Some get rich, most go broke overnight. Yes, these things we believe are going to happen this year, at least most of them. Then there's going to be a government shutdown, which, of course, we're already in, and it's probably going to continue. If it continues past February 1, we may be seeing the government shut down, and that may cut off welfare, and they may be protesting, saying, give us our entitlements. We also believe the 70,000 sealed indictments are soon to be arrested, probably in March, and then following in April will be sevenfold miracles. After that, Israel is probably going to be split. There's going to be a catastrophe hit America, and from there on out, it runs into the seven-year tribulation. We're going to be covering that in this particular video. You don't want to miss any of it. So first of all, the big financial change. What do the prophecies say about a big financial change? Let me start with a disclaimer. First of all, I only have about two slides in this. This does not come from me. This comes from the mouth of two or three other witnesses. This comes out of the prophecies, what they say, and why we believe it's coming this year. Now we're going to continue listening to this hour and 17 minute video that I just posted on YouTube in progress. Once they get the chaos going, they will be unable to control it or to stop it. The economic chaos, meaning this economic chaos that is coming, is partly controlled and started by the elite. The economic chaos will lead to dramatic governmental changes in Europe and America. It will begin in the economic area, but it will go from economic to governmental area. Major governmental changes are going to happen in various parts of the world, particularly in Europe. Now, this is confirmed also. This is Benjamin Fulford. He says, this is date 1126 of 18, Rothschild rule ends after 250 years, a new era to begin. I put this on here because, again, it's another source that's not necessarily Christian, but he also is saying there's about to be a financial change. It's about to be a wealth transfer from the wicked to the just. He says the announcement on October 24th of 2018 by Rothschild and Company, that's your international bankers, they are getting out of the trust business is a major historical turning point that almost slipped by unnoticed. It was in 1769 that Mayor Rothschild, the founder of the dynasty, first started to manage money for royalty. Now, seven generations later, his descendant, Alexander de Rothschild, has been forced out of the business. By multiple international criminal investigations that are zero in on his criminal family, Pentagon sources say, It means that for the first time in 249 years, the Western financial system is freeing itself from Rothschild financial control. That's saying that there's going to be a wealth transfer from the wicked to the just, brothers and sisters. In particular, the arrest of Goldman Sachs bankers in the one Malaysian development scandal means that the Rothschild involvement is about to be revealed, French investigators and other sources say. This complicated scandal involves, oh, surely not, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, the Saudi royal family, and many others. But the trail ultimately leads back to the Rothschilds, the investigators say. 
It will also inevitably lead to the Malaysian flight of 370 mass murder and 320 G20 nuclear blackmail incident. We'll skip that. Let's skip down. In other words, the French branch of the family, under severe attack, passed the business to either the Swiss or branch British branch of the family, meaning the wealth of the wicked is about to be laid up to the just. There's about to be a wealth transfer from the evil international bankers into the hands of the church, into the hands of the kingdom of God. So they say. Now let's talk about the government shutdown. March sees sealed indictments, arrests, sparking further riots, followed by blood and bullets. The devil's not going to go down kicking without screaming and kicking. In other words, as this wealth transfer takes care takes place, they're, they're not going to be happy about it. So again, here's my overview. This is what I'm going to be talking about. First, financial change. We just covered that. Now we're about to go to government shutdown. You remember part of the prophecy from Dimitri said, the fall of America started by an internal revolution started by the communists. This is probably the start by the communists, meaning Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer that absolutely refused to give any cooperation at all to Trump in general, specifically the wall. That's probably them starting the trouble. Here it is. Okay, so let's continue talking about the government shutdown. Now, once again, this is Benjamin Fulford, and he says, if we push, 2019 will see the final victory against the Khazarian Mafia. He goes on to say the U.S. government shutdown may actually result in the formal bankruptcy proceedings against the illegal corporate government that has occupied Washington, D.C. since 1871. Remember, the other people said in the other vision, the guy said he saw that the U.S. government, uh, the United States as you have known it, has ceased to exist. All property lines are dissolved. The U.S. dollar is worthless. This may fit in and probably does fit in right here. He goes on to say, the sources say that Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan's mission will be to bring the Space Force and bring the troops home, release extraterrestrial and suppress technology. Remember, that's what the other guy said, that technology, inventions, and uh, many cures are going to be released. So now we've got in the mouth of two or three witnesses. He goes on to say, the, uh, the Pentagon sources also say the U.S. long U.S. government shutdown makes it easy to arrest deep staters embedded in the government as in the 70,000 sealed indictments. So we're seeing a lot of things fit together here, and these are not all just from the same source. And in this case, there's a question whether he's even a Christian. I don't know if he is or if he is probably a good guy. But anyway, let's go on. Then Terry Bennett says, again, this is December 10 to 14. This is when Gabriel visited him over a four-day period. He began to tell him what things are coming and began to show him visions as he was seeing these things. Now, I've not met Terry Bennett, but everything he says seems to be right in line with Bible prophecy and with what the other prophecies are saying. He says the economic problems would be the primary cause for the next major issue, the next seven-year period, which would be a time of dramatic changes in the governments around the world, great political turmoil and wars. The United States is going to go through civil conflict, sounds like an internal revolution, doesn't it? Civil war, then invasion. Again, the fall of America starts with an internal revolution started by the communists. He says, we will go through a dramatic change in the government, then there will be a time of anarchy and chaos. For a while, we'll have a fractional government, which means basically our government come down to the state level, 
because of the military stepping in and having to seize control of our federal government. Again, that's probably what happens when the 70,000 people are arrested. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it will be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in. Lawlessness and chaos was shown to me, and civil unrest. Now, notice this next one, talking about the government shutdown. He says, when the checks from our government stop coming to the people, the chaos will ensue. So if this government shutdown continues past February 1, according to what Hal Turner says, then all of the welfare will begin to get shut off. That's exactly what this guy is saying. So you want to know when the government shutdown is going to begin to bring the internal revolution, which brings the uh, earthquake. See, it's all fitting together. We're going to see a major earthquake with our government. The great economic turmoil in the 2014-15 year of transition will bring on these changes in government. Now, we understand that this has been delayed at least three years and possibly even more. So don't put a lot of stock in the dates he's saying there because we know that we have a respite according to what uh, Sundar Salvarez says. Okay, so let's go on. Now, this is a picture of the French Revolution going on right now, France Yellow Jacket protesters. And the same thing is probably coming to America, sad to say, but probably this year. So the article says, Yellow Jacket protesters are abuzz on social media with their plan for this Saturday. They say bank run at 8 a.m. That's coming up this Saturday. I wish I had the date on this, but I think it's the one in the future. For the past eight weeks or so, tens of thousands of French citizens have taken to the streets in protest over conditions in the country. They want to change. Instead, they have government using cops to beat them and tear gas them. So this Saturday, the Yellow Jackets are going to do the kill shot. They're going after the banks. Social media is abuzz today with hundreds of confirmations that the Yellow Jackets intend a deliberate bank run starting this Saturday at 8 a.m. Problem is, as other French citizens see these plans revealed, they are already heading to the banks now, today. This is literally a catastrophe in the making for France and its government in particular. Well, one of the prophecies says that that it's started by the insiders, but once it starts, they can't stop it. Uh, Kind of fits right here, doesn't it? Going after the financial system via an international bank run will kill the country economically. There's no getting around it. What are the other prophecies saying? That it starts with an economic problem. It's not just America. It's around the globe, but they can't stop it. That's exactly what they're talking about. There's no getting around it. There simply isn't enough cash money in circulation to cover the withdrawals of all those people that want some. Same as here in the USA. Same as everywhere. Banks don't have enough cash on hand to cover the people if they want to withdraw all of their money. So let's talk about the government shutdown. Shutdown is the next level of fulfillment of the start of the internal revolution, in my opinion. Probably it started with the election of Donald Trump. It continued with the blood in the streets of Charlottesville, Virginia, when the man drove a car into the crowd. He drew first blood. Further anger over the nomination of Judge Kavanaugh. Then the Trump Democrat shutdown is right in line with give us your entitlements or give us our entitlements. So this may be what we're about to see in the streets of America. Yep, sad to say, but we may be seeing that in 2019. In this particular article from Fox News, it says Trump warns shutdown could last years. 
says he may declare a national emergency. Well, I'm going to show you the very executive order where he has planned that, said it's coming here in just a second. Declare a national emergency to build a border wall. The article says President Trump stood firm Friday on his demands for a border wall after the second White House meeting with the congressional leaders this week broke up with no apparent deal. Warning Democrats the partial government shutdown could last years. Well, duh. If it goes after February 1, they cut off with welfare, rioting in the streets, we're into the internal revolution, that's going to bring the earthquakes, that's going to bring Russia attacking. America could fall actually pretty quickly. Let's go on. Shutdown could last years, saying he could even declare a national emergency to bypass Congress if necessary. Well, he's been planning a national emergency now since November of 2017. He says, uh, we can call a national emergency to build a border wall because of the security of our country. Trump told reporters in the Rose Garden during a lengthy and impromptu press conference, I may do it, he said, before adding, if, if we can do it through a negotiated process, we're giving it a shot. The press conference underscored how far apart both sides are. Even as Trump called the meeting productive and suggested the standoff could end soon or not, he indicated that he was not shifting on his demand for more than $5 billion for funding the wall. On the southern border, saying it is necessary as the border is a, quote, dangerous, horrible disaster, unquote. This is national security he's talking about. We're not talking about games, he told reporters. We're not playing games. We have to do it. Despite Trump saying conversations had, quote, come a long way, Democrats were doer. In other words, they're not moving either. In their assessment, Senate Minority uh, Leader Chuck Schumer ex ex excited, exited, saying Trump told them he'd keep the government closed for a very long time, months or even years. Trump later confirmed in the Rose Garden, absolutely, I said that. Yes, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said to the Democrats' view is that they cannot resolve the funding dispute until the government fully opens. She said there had been progress only in the sense of a, quote, better understanding of each other. Remember, the fall of America starts with an internal revolution started by Nancy Pelosi. Oh, well, I mean, started by the communists. Or start, started by Chuck Schumer. Or, uh, no, no, I mean, started by the communists or the progressives or the Democrats, or haven't I all said the same thing? So is this the start of the internal revolution? Probably. Too early to say for sure. I mean, it's already started, but it's going to another level. Maybe that's the way to say it. So now let's talk about the next topic. 70,000 arrests and the sealed indictments served. I believe that this is the judgment, and following the judgment is miracles. Now, again, this is what I'm going to be covering in this video. Financials change. Then government shutdown, we've talked about that. Now we're about to talk about 70,000 sealed indictments, followed by sevenfold miracles, and then Israel, and then from there on we can move right on into the tribulation. So let's go on. You're looking at our video list. That's at the Prophecy Club YouTube channel. And if you look over to the left, you see Marines to rest 60,000 U.S. leaders. That's got 713,000 views in a month. If you haven't seen that, be sure and watch that one. You'll want to watch the next two also. That'll catch you up to date. However, the one I want to point out is the fourth one over, encircled or squared out in yellow, dated 123 of 2018. Title of this radio program is Our 40,000 Marines About to Rest 10,000 U.S. Leadership. Now, the date on that is 123.18, and I think I might have been 
one of the first ones to break this publicly. Obviously, Donald Trump and others knew that they were planning this big mass roundup a long time before we did. Probably they knew it back in November, but probably they schemed this thing or planned this thing as long as 10 years ago. But I want to say I was one of the first ones to release this because I didn't get this from Q. I didn't get this from any Internet source. I got this from what the prophets say, because if you're a prophecy student, you know more about the future than the news people. You know more about the future than the devil if you understand Bible prophecy. So that's our advantage, and I want to say that's why I know this. I don't get this from the Internet. I confirm it through the Internet. I confirm it through Q, but I didn't get it from the Internet. I got this from God. Now let's go on. Said I'd show you the executive order, the very executive order that is giving authority to all of this. This is dated December 21 of 2017, and it says, Executive order blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights, we call it child sex trafficking, or abuse or corruption. Corruption, we're talking about evil in high places, government as well as business. It goes on to give you, and I won't read all of this because we've covered it in another video, but you can read it for yourself. What I want to point out, though, is it says, I hereby, in the second paragraph here from the top, I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with that threat. Technically, we're already in a national emergency. So you can rest assured you will see Trump declare a national emergency publicly, as that's going to be part of the arrest plan. I'm not going to read this one either. I've covered this one before. But essentially, this is saying, this is talking about Jeff Sessions. Yes, he did some good things. If you look over on the right side, this is talking about how he has combined the powers of the U.S. Federal uh, Department of Justice, Inspector General, with a prosecutor. This is talking about, if you look down on the right side, about three-quarters of the way down, Huber has been investigating these possible crimes since November of 2017. Now I understand that the number of sealed indictments is up to 70,000. Here's what he did. If you'll look at this, read through this, this tells you what was going on. Essentially, they have about 470 dogged investigators out in Utah that have been going and investigating these people, but rather than arresting them right then so that all the other cockroaches run to the cracks, instead, they're filing sealed indictments so that at the right time, they can pull the trigger and they can round them all up. So what I'm saying, this is not just Q stuff. This is not just interest. This is an executive order, brothers and sisters. Also, uh, Trump has been spending massive amounts of money, millions of dollars, building up on the left. It's talking about, what is this, Gitmo on the right is, is, is Guantanamo. There's other examples, Guantanamo, Atoll, Atoll Islands, and also Diego Garcia has been getting millions of dollars. These prison islands built up. Matter of fact, I heard from a close friend that Diego Garcia is getting built up big time and they're expecting a lot of guests. Hmm. We'll move along. <laughs> Here's another one. Now, this executive order was signed by President Obama. And what does it do? Why, this is what it does. The executive order signed by Obama grants the president absolute control over all U.S. media. Means what do you think he's going to do? As soon as he declares martial law, he's going to shut down a lot of these like CNN, MSNBC, ABC. He's going to either shut them down or clean them up. Good for him. Here's the last executive order that he signed regarding the arrest. Executive Order Number 13825, and it says committing illegal sex acts or corruption. These are the people that are going to be arrested, but 
This one says they're going to be tried according to the UCMJ or the Uniform Code of Military Justice or a military tribunal. There it is. So in case someone says, oh, well, this is all fictitious stuff. This is just someone's nightmare or someone's dream. 70,000 people being rounded up and say, well, look at the executive orders. All you got to do is look. Okay, it's not hard. Now, something else. You may be saying, well, just who's going to be arrested? Well, the answer is I don't know. But when this happens, perhaps a lot of people. From HalTurner.com, you remember that Putin and uh, Trump had a private meeting for two hours. Look at what this says. The recent two-hour meeting in Helsinki, Finland, between the People's President Donald J. Trump of the United States of America and the Russian President Vladimir Putin were void of staff, void of aides and media, for it was yet another layer of unveiling the criminal disdain as it was reported by the White Hat intelligence agents that Vladimir Putin hand-delivered at least, listen to this, 160 terabytes of Russian intelligence intercepts. Intercepts. That's written in verbal. Intercepts exposing the horrifying activities of many, many people to deliberately foment social, cultural, political chaos, violent riots, demonstrations, media smears, phony scandals, and fake news. Now, do you think that Vladimir Putin wants to try to really clean up the world and expose all of this evil? Do you think he has probably an alternative reason? Yeah, probably does. But the point is, he probably really did. It just rings true in my spirit. During the meeting, Putin laid out the, the inner workings of the vast global network of the elites and the activities that they've engaged in to bring wars, refugees, as well as all manner of social and political chaos to countries around the world. Much of it in the USA. Russia even provided charts showing organizational structures. These organizations are, quote, de facto operational realities, who is tasked with what topics or activities and how much they have been paid and by he laid it all out. He goes on to say some of these very same intercepts reveal those who have been financing weapons, supplies, travel, hotel, vehicle rentals, and secure communications gear for terrorist groups inside Syria, Iraq, terror attacks in Europe, and the United States. Among the intercepted barrage of communications, which were also international phone calls, faxes, emails by members of the Congress, the Senate, federal judges, state-level elected officials? Oh, surely not. <laughs> yes. Evil in high places, brothers and sisters. He says, keep in mind that once these communications left the United States, they became fair game for any country to spy on. Although a great number of these communications were encrypted, Russia found a way to break much of the encryption. That means that they're eligible to be used in court. President Trump has signed an executive order giving him permission to try people under the military tribunals, which would be required if his plans are to arrest these 70,000 corrupt people and to take them to Gitmo, Diego Garcia, and their told prison islands for trial by military tribunals. This executive order gives Trump permission to prosecute all offenses of the law past and future that were against the law prior to this executive order. So, if President Trump were to call me and say, Stan, what do you think? I'd say, either you arrest them or they're going to impeach you. You better assume that they have a way or will find a way. The devil is not incompetent. Remember, he's a pretty sharp guy. He's been around 6,000 years. He's learned a think or two. So my suggestion is you get busy arresting them. Now, let's talk about 
the Four Years of Grace. This is Sundar Salvaridge. I have not met him. I have not talked to him on the phone. I have not had any communication with him. But much of what he says sounds like it isn't right in line with what the other prophets and prophecies are saying. He says, The Lord Jesus Christ appeared to me and said, This is what you need to tell the people about this nation. Surround the president with a prayer. They need to organize a governmental prayer watch. Pray he completes his full term. Pray, look carefully, he completes his full time. Four, that is the period of grace extended for this nation. His term should not be prematurely aborted, which has formed a prayer watch in the night hours to do sorcery and witchcraft against him. So, if the witches can pray for prayer watch, what about the saints of God? We can too. The Lord spoke to me about this nation and said, what you need is not a revival. What you need is put your house in order. The way we would say it is you need to arrest the 70,000 bad people. He said, Mr. Donald Trump was elected president of the United States, and the Lord spoke and said, his election is a sign I'm giving you, I would say, the opportunity to have four more years. Not guaranteed. He'll tell you that in just a second. Four more years of grace. And you can read the rest of it, so I'll go on. He says, if, I don't like that word if there, but I didn't write the thing. He says, if you make good on these four years, then you'll have four more good years to come. Meaning, if you arrest the 70,000 people, if you, in fact, do try and give them justice, and if you start cleaning up people in high places, removing the evil, then possibly, 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 you'll have not only this four years, but an extra four years. That's what he's saying. But if you fail in putting your house in order in these four years, then great tribulation, what's that? That's the great tribulation of the seven years, the last seven years. Great tribulation, and look at this next word. I don't like it either. Great captivity will come. Rest assured, brothers and sisters, it is written in the scripture. Shall I read it for you? Uh, Revelation 18, 4, for in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and over all that was slain upon the earth. America is supposed to be the one holding up the wall, keeping the evil at bay. And if we fall, everything else falls apart real quickly after that. He says, tell the people to pray for the president very much because there is a danger for his life and for his presidency. If he fails to complete his term, you see, heaven has determined four years of grace. It has been, I would say it this way, being Indian, he's not exactly saying the way we would say it. The way we would say it is the opportunity has been extended for up to four years if you grab the opportunity. If the time of grace is aborted, you will go into your captivity. Now, I don't like this next word either. He says, when his presidency is aborted, the church in the United States will be held accountable before God. I just read it. Before this nation is judged for her sins, God gives you one last opportunity for grace. In other words, Jeremiah 51 verse 9 says, we would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her. Let every man return into his own country. Meaning, this is America's last chance to heal. Last chance to And again, he said it's not about repentance. It's about cleaning up your house, meaning cleaning the filth, the sex corruption, the uh, corruption of government, cleaning it up out of your nation. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. Over these 25 years of being with the Prophecy Club, I have made 37 DVDs. And if you ask me, I think these last three are some of my best. Revelations on Revelation. Jesus is not the primary message of Revelation. What is? What is the morning star? Who are the two witnesses? And they're, by the way, not Enoch and Elijah. 
final answer to the rapture question, definitive proof America is in Revelation, seven signs to spot the Antichrist early, the greatest misunderstanding of Revelation, and the surprising final plague on earth, and what is the difference in overcomers versus the remnant? The next DVD is Kings and Priests. Topics are, what is the third woe? Who are the nations? What is the morning star? Are all saints kings and priests, or are some kings and some priests? If God the Father sits on the throne, where does Jesus sit? Who sits on the other thrones? What are the other books? Why isn't the Holy Spirit mentioned once in Revelation? And then the final DVD, 17 Revelations in the Feasts and the Trumpets. And the topics are the next anointing of Jesus, very amazing, seals, trumpets, and vials finally explained, the barley and the wheat harvests, feast revelations in the last seven months, six of the most amazing prophecy charts, and the three best New Testament and the three best Old Testament verses on the rapture. Each DVD valued at $30. You can get all three of them valued at $90 for a gift of just $45. It's called the Stan Johnson DVD set. Available at prophecyclub.com. Three DVDs for a gift of $45. You'll love them. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at watchprophecyclub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal.